0: Drew was This is my show. Damn glad to be with you today. Spending some time together to wrap this week. It's our Friday around these parts, so we're excited to spend it with you. Hi to everyone coming in. Hit that like button on the way. And some questions about Coin Club. Uh, yesterday, as we put out a message on locals, as well as on the other platforms, saying that there wouldn't be Coin Club or a show because we were doing some stuff uh, over in Studio B to prep for something else. Uh, and then tonight, we still were finishing over in Studio B, so we didn't get to Coin Club. But we're here now. We're here now. We're going to have some fun together. And Tom's with us.
1: Yes, he is. You adorable person, you. Well, hello. Drew, I, you look so Miami Vice right now with that yeah, colored with, with shirt. The, yeah, the, yeah and, the, and the set and everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we, we were working with some stuff on a green screen. I was like, you should. You wore the wrong shirt today. Yeah. Of... Well,
0: I wasn't very testing on the screen today. Way. I'll be on the green screen tomorrow um yeah we we all sorts of things tommy boy well you're gone changing over in studio b looking pretty good uh over there so we'll be doing a bunch of
1: drills say that again are you wearing espadrilles
0: i don't even know what that is the shoes oh no I <laughs> know. To, to round out the the the, the look the look yeah.
2: I maybe should have. She but... gets you a white blazer, so you can roll up the sleeves. Yeah. I yeah. wish I
0: had that here. And
2: I used in, to have one of those. It was one of my favorite dinner jackets to to own.
0: It's it's the, the, yeah linen jackets. They're comfortable. Oh, the,
2: oh yeah yeah. Isn't that one? Is it was it not? Linen? Mine was not linen. Okay. Mine was like a suit coat like. How material. big did you
0: get it? If you were pulling the sleeves,
2: it wasn't that big, but it was just like it was a stretchy enough material where oh. I could pull them up. It was that it worked. Okay, yeah, it worked. I
0: got you uh andy drew hates us that's what happened to booze and (laughs) banter no i've missed you guys i I was really excited i am really excited about uh doing the show tonight and spending time together having some withdrawals but we have some commercials so the reason that we were working on some set stuff and changed that we have some commercials we're shooting for mammoth not just for us but with some other folks uh tomorrow so we're going to be doing that um over in studio B, which we don't show you guys that much. Uh this is studio A. You guys are always They saw studio they B.
2: saw a part of studio B when we used to do the post show press conference.
0: Parts of it, yeah. That's yeah. true.
2: So that's true.
0: But we got a lot to get to today. Like I said, it's Thursday, which is the last day of the week for us. We got some stuff that's going to be uh discussed overseas in terms of what's going on over there cuz there's plenty more happening. There's some more information we're going to talk about Haley, New Hampshire. All of that. We've got this whole United Airlines thing. We were going to talk about it yesterday. We're going to talk about it today, though. Rest assured. Plenty of stuff to get to. So why not just get right into it? Let's do the news cruise. Let's get right into war, shall we? Ooh. Who's ready for some war?
2: No foreplay. Straight into it. Straight
0: in. Yeah, we don't do foreplay around here. Uh, The other day... You had Iran so Iran, obviously, we talked earlier this week. Iran launched ballistic missiles into a lot of places, Iraq, Syria, and Pakistan. And the other day they they specifically within Baluchistan in Pakistan, and they launched that, and Pakistan came out and was like, Hey, WTF, there's going to be repercussions for this. And there was. So yesterday, Pakistan struck targets inside of Iran in retaliation for the Iranian regime's strikes without unilateral without you know talking to anybody within the borders of Pakistan. So things not cooling down all that to say. A lot of you I know are saying where's Balochistan? Well, here it is. It's this it's this southern part of Pakistan that actually kisses Iran south of of Afghanistan. So you can you can kind of see that on the map there. But no one look there's a lot of extremist activity that happens in that part of the country. Well, it, it, pretty much all over Pakistan, but for sure Baluchistan uh, is 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 one of them. But still, striking another within another country's borders is something that typically is frowned upon. Um, it typ- typically is. So you've got this tension, and a lot of people saying, "Okay, well, I don't care. I don't care about Pakistan. I hate Pakistan. We shouldn't have ever given money to Pakistan. You're right. We shouldn't." And I don't like Iran. You shouldn't largest state sponsor of terror and maybe maybe you're in the camp of i don't care about afghanistan anymore maybe you're in the camp of i never did care about afghanistan well okay but when everything's popping off in the middle east or in this case south asia yeah you, uh, you should care because there's a lot of a lot of things at stake here pakistan a nuclear armed country iran close to being one if they're not already but but Let's just go with the public data and say close to being one Afghanistan a hotbed of terror lots of lots of stakeholders there lots of lots of and then you got Iraq right you had the consulate hit there, Mossad facility hit there, you had strikes into Syria so Iran is is ratcheting things up a good bit, and I would say this is. This is something to pay attention. I'm not saying this is what's going to spark World War III or the Great Middle East War of 2024, which rhymed, and I'm, I'm just thrilled that that worked out that way, but there's a lot at stake. And speaking of stakeholders, you you, you, you had Beijing even weigh in. I know China's not our friend, right? Xi Jinping and, and 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 the People's Party there said, hey, whoa, hold on. We will mediate between you two so this shit doesn't get nasty. Pakistan, Iran, sit down. Let us try and help do this, because they 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 know that there's a lot more at stake. Of course, the United States just sent a strongly worded, worded letter and condemned the Iranian strikes in Pakistan, Iraq, and Syria. State State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said Tehran has violated the sovereign borders of three of its neighbors in just the past couple of days. Yes, and parts of it actually hit a United States facility too. No big deal. I know most of you guys are pussies at the state department and you don't want to ruffle any feathers and get into anything. And I'm not suggesting we should get into anything, but the point being is there's a lot going on. Tom, did you see all this happening?
1: I did. And it, uh, it does. It seems like a lot of saber rattling from Iran because they feel like they're the big bully on the block and they want to, you know, show a flex to everybody, yeah. especially their neighbors. I think, you know, I, 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 China getting into this to kind of mediate what's going on, I, I think, should give us all pause for a second, because China only does what's in the best interest of China. They don't care about security for any one nation other than their own. So there's an ulterior motive of why they're getting into it. The United States, has we we've abandoned our past role on the world stage when it comes to trying to mediate conflicts like this, which I kind of, I, I feel like, you know, oh, well, whatever. I, it, it's none of our business, I don't think. And, you know, let China get in on it. But with that said, and, you know, we have an ulterior motive, too, of why, why we would get into different sort of conflicts around the world. So, uh, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah.
0: Well, we, you know— <clears throat> We spoke the other day, and I think uh, you and I talked about it on the phone or via text or whatever with you being with you being out, but we, we spoke about the fact that it would seem with everything ramping up in the Middle East and, you know, touching into South Asia with this and a couple other things that have happened, that you've got our permanent Washington, the United States of America writ large, and then also some of our allies and partners around the globe saying, okay, this didn't work as well with Ukraine and Russia. Still talk about it. I'm not saying it's going away writ large, but it, it would seem from afar, also knowing how our, our government and and the military-industrial complex works, that they're kind of tabling that and saying, okay, this isn't getting as much heat, so we're going to go here. And I was talking about on, on I think it was Tuesday, the fact that for some of these people who still have, have war boners for Putin and others don't worry because there's a lot of a lot of things at stake and a lot of stakeholders in in this particular region of the world as well you know with 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 how China and Russia both weigh in on all these things where their partnerships lie whether it's with Syria or whether it's with you know the Iranian regime where, wherever it might be there there's, there's a lot. I don't think we should negotiate all this stuff either. I don't think we should allow any of this to happen. And unfortunately I think that we're going to help kind of push it into happening. And, and that's of course the big concern, but you've, you've got all those big stakeholders. Everyone has, has stakes in the middle East.
1: Yeah, they do have stakes in there. And, you know, we talked about before if I'm casting a movie to drive a narrative or whatever I'm doing with storytelling, I don't have that one face of who the bad guy is yet. I've got all the peripheral characters set up, and I've got the evil nation state, but I don't have that one face who I can point to and say, this is the bad guy. Like Putin, like Hitler, like Pol Pot, like uh, Ho Chi Minh. We just don't, they don't have that yet. And like we had talked about before, I'm sure that there's somebody at the CIA or the Department of Defense who's got that person and they're just waiting to splash their face up there and say, this is the guy, this is the one who is responsible for whatever bad shit happens in the Middle East that has American interest and American casualties and say, aha, this is the guy we need to go get him." Right.
0: No, no. Yeah. I, I I'm sure that person is there because the person is there. I mean, with a lot of these, these groups, a lot of these regimes, you have figures who, who fit the bill for that villain character for sure. It's just then they've got to get it out, dump it out like you're talking about, and use, use the media to kind of rally everyone and manipulate everyone and being like, yeah, we've got to do everything we can to kill that son of a bitch. And to, and everyone will do it, like, like clockwork. As soon as they put that out there, you'll have flags popping up on social media, and you'll have people talking about how the world's not going to be safe until this figure is gone, whoever that figure ends up being but it's true but the situation is not calming down over there so we've got all this stuff happening Iran you know rattling sabers as you as you described it doing all sorts of things being a little bit more aggressive Israel and, and Hamas are still going at it the world's still taking their different stances which which you know a lot of them are there's a lot of folks who are still on the side of Israel but there's a lot of folks who are on the side of Israel who wanted to end and for there to be peace and blah 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 and Netanyahu saying, okay, cool. Yeah, we, we understand what you guys want. We've been living in this. We've been dealing with this forever. Not just our lifetime, but, you know, for, for 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 some of the older folks, they've dealt with it for a lot longer. So we've been dealing with this issue. And you're talking about peace. And he said this week, Netanyahu said that in no scenario where potential peace is on the horizon and and fighting comes to an end, in no scenario will Israel recognize a free Palestinian state. Which obviously makes it more difficult for this conflict to end because Palestine is not going to say and, and the people in Palestine, the people supporting Palestine, the, the people behind the, the militant groups within Palestine are all going to say "We're no deal, no deal. So this, this just continues on, which point being just opens up all the more opportunities for this thing to spiral out of control. Not hoping for it. I'm I'm literally praying the opposite, but but with that kind of and I also by the way, I also agree with Netanyahu. You don't you don't you don't sit in Israel's boots and say, you know what, uh, at the end of this, we'll recognize you and give you peace and freedom, yada yada, and just hope that you'll never do this again and hope that we'll get along. It doesn't work that way. So I understand his 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 stance and I would take the same stance, by the way, but but I also know that it means that there's not any sort of uh, ceasefire or peace coming anytime soon?
1: No, there's not. And, you know, the the further that we get away from October 7th, the more questions that I have about it, especially the IDF response to what was going on in such a delay with such, you know, a heralded defense system and Intel, everything that we're told about where our taxpayer money goes to Israel to to harden their defenses, to make sure that Hamas or Hezbollah don't, you know, incur any damage on—kill innocent civilians in Israel. And to me, a lot of things just aren't adding up with this whole thing. I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, you know, when you lash out at somebody— you don't get you, the person who does the lashing doesn't get to set the ground rules for the retaliation, which I totally get. But to me, there's still a lot of unanswered questions about what happened on October seventh. Other than, oh well, you know, there was just an error in things. Right. You know, <laughs> we we had a couple of things that just didn't go our way, and you know, we we fucked up. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No. Nothing straightforward. Today. That's true. We never have all the answers. We're we're always, you know, playing with a half deck or whatever analogy you want to use. So it it does make it really tricky. And and I don't I don't have them either. I I just know that if I was in his shoes or if I was forget him, forget, take a politician, you know, a PM or any of that kind of stuff out of the equation. Just an everyday person. I'd be like, "Uh, yeah, no, we're not recognizing those folks. And we're not we're not giving them that land. And we're not we're not giving them a chance to do this again uh so we'll see i i keep talking about how i think zelensky's kind of being told to sit down at least for a little bit with him asking for high level peace talks in switzerland and i i really do think that people in washington are saying okay let's keep pushing on on both fronts we're going to push a little harder right now maybe on the Mideast, but we're going to keep pushing on both fronts and which one which one can pop off first let's see But I feel like conventional wisdom right now says that there's more of an opportunity with all the stuff going on in the Middle East with our troops, you know, uh, naval vessels being fired upon, having to shoot down stuff all the time, striking uh, Houthi targets in Yemen, all of that. There seems to be a lot more movement and momentum there. But on the back side of that, the flip side of it is there's there's an announcement that NATO is planning to mobilize 90,000 troops for the biggest military exercise since the end of the Cold War. So certainly, that's not uh, a de-escalation of sorts.
1: No, it's not a de-escalation, and the whole the whole Putin and Zelensky thing and Ukraine and this and that, it reminds me of uh, you know shows that appear on NBC and nobody really likes them but NBC has invested so much money into them that they just slide them over to Peacock. (laughs) And you can watch them on Peacock. They'll cut the budget in half and they'll still create it because they need to fill space in there because they need the content. That's what Ukraine seems to me like right now, where it's just like we've invested a lot of money into it. We're not getting return that we wanted. We're still not going to bail on it. But you know what? It's time to cut the budget and slide it over to Peacock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No I think so. I, I I feel I feel pretty strongly about that. I'm not I, you know I think I think there's a chance the other still pops off because it's not just us. There's plenty of other people around the globe who, for some un, unforeseen on un, you know reason beyond me, I don't understand, wants that to to go to the next level and they want to get get some of Putin and make sure it goes that way. but but it does seem like that's that's the way it's going to go. We'll keep talking about it. It's not going anywhere, neither conflicts going anywhere. And then obviously still, Beyond the horizon, you've got the whole China-Taiwan thing that's that's lingering out there. So we'll see where all of that goes and continue to talk about it here on the program. But for now, let's come home because you've got Iowa in the books, right? Trump goes out there, whoops that ass on Monday. Fast forward, you've got Vivek out, Nikki Haley saying it's a two-person race, even though she wasn't in the top two. <laughs> and you've got New Hampshire coming up on Tuesday of next week. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal if you're Nikki Haley and the establishment because you need that that win or you're in a lot of trouble. Are you done? No, not necessarily. But you're you're putting yourself in a pretty bad spot. And we keep telling you the establishment candidate, uh, and, and more of a Democrat than than even an old school Republican Nikki Haley um, is 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 a mess. Right. We keep talking about the fact that she is just not who she's portrayed for all these years. And certainly now as she gets into this race, a race she said she wasn't going to do, by the way, she gets into this race, you see more and more about who she really is and who she's partnering with as she tries to chase this power, this position, this, this record, this his, historic moment of becoming the first female president, the first female president of color. I still don't really get that, but I, I understand that she does have some lineage there, but none of that's going to happen. But she's so desperate for it. You got Benny Johnson reported on this, and you can I'll just read the tweet there. Nikki Haley is backed by Democrat mega donor Reed Hoffman, who's probably. De- I feel like that name, like he probably wears turtlenecks a lot. But just a thought. Nikki Haley is backed by Democrat mega donor Reed Hoffman, who's funding her campaign with an unlimited vat of money. Reed Hoffman is the same man funding lawsuits against Donald Trump. Nikki Haley is completely propped up. By Democrat voters and Democrat money. She is a fraud.
1: Not well, first go. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be want to be in the company of Reed Hoffman because Reed Hoffman, who's the founder of LinkedIn, also has very suspicious, dubious, and disgusting ties with Jeffrey Epstein. So I that would be something I would really want to distance myself from if I was Nikki Haley, but obviously she'll take the money where wherever the money's coming from, yeah. even if it comes from somebody who has, you know, some odd sexual proclivities, uh, she's going to take it, and I think that shows you a lot of, about who this woman is.
0: I just, and I, I understand that's happened forever. I, I know that people who want power, that want control, all of that, it's... Uh, it's just it's 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 what they do. They how, where can I get money? Where can I get a, a leg up? Okay, I'll do it. But I just have never understood that mindset. We all want better things, right? We'd all like more money. We'd all like a better job. We'd all like more power and control and influence. Not not everyone wants all of those things, but everyone wants something. But I just have never understood. Well, I understand that it's it's the 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 way that DC and politics works. I just don't know how I don't get how people don't reach lines like there's no boundary to these to these folks i i would like you know our the production company side of of things here to to be crushing it too if someone comes and and said hey we want you guys to to film porn not us obviously no one would watch that but but to, to do that i mean no i don't want your money that much i i do want it but i'm not going to lower my standards you've got her who's like, I don't care what you yeah, – I, I don't care. I just want your money because I want this position and this power and to rub elbows with all these other douchebags in D.C. that bad. I just – I don't understand how someone can be at that point. I, I I know that a ton are, but I just don't get it. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, she's cr- she's clearly selling her soul to the devil. We don't know what exactly Reed Hoffman did on the island, but we all know that if you go down to Epstein Island, you're not going there just to lay out and – you know, drink a couple of Mai Tais and sunbathe. That's just not happening while you're there. So to me, she's making a deal with the devil along the lines of—when when you talked about it before, people—when people, people are very desperate in situations, either for power or for notoriety, they will do things that they normally wouldn't do. And we saw it with Epstein, and this is just—to a different degree, it's the same— power and leverage and control with that need to be something to be elevated to something that you're not at the moment where you put on blinders and say you know what okay Harvey Weinstein is disgusting but you know what if I have to perform oral sex on him I will you know to get where I need to go it's the same thing with um with Nikki Haley you know I need money if it means that I'm getting it from a guy who likes to have sex with children. So be it. Nothing has been proved. I know that's the rumor, but until something is substantiated and she knows it never will be, she'll take the money. Yeah.
0: I'm really disappointed that we had to go into the story because now I've got a lot of visuals that I just can't <laughs> I can't quite get out of my head. Uh, but but let, so let's let's pivot back. Now that we've established that that Nikki Haley is is just a is just a political horror of sorts. Let's let's go back to New Hampshire for a second, because even though polls are trash, we talk about it all the time they are. Don't trust him. A lot of them have him have Trump up. One one in particular has him up sixteen percentage points in New Hampshire, uh, according to this latest poll going into Tuesday. Obviously, we've talked at nausea. I think it was last week we got into it, it, it a lot. We we um, discussed the fact that she's likely going to get Chris Christie's votes. And percentage points with DeSantis not dropping out we've got we put Tom in a tiny box sorry get in the box uh we put, you know but but there's with DeSantis still in obviously it keeps it a little bit closer than it would have been if DeSantis dropped out because I think a, a decent chunk would have gone to Trump if not a majority of them I I, I think this is still a big night for her though I, I don't think she wins it but I think it will be reasonably close much closer than iowa was but th- this is a big night if if you're her in the establishment don't you think
1: uh, i do and i think the establishment the uniparty is banking on that but i think they're going to be sadly mistaken when they see the results i think that we're we're being set up right now to think that she has a huge ground game there's a huge you know swell of support for her with taking off the uh you know gaining the uh the uh Uh, Christie voters there. But in the end, I think there will be more people that come out and will be more in favor and support Trump. And I think that he's not going to win as as big as he did in Iowa, but it'll still be very decisive. And they're really going to have to—the Haley campaign is really going to have to take the numbers and bend them into pretzels to make it look like a win. Yeah.
0: No, I think so too. Well, hopefully they do a better job than she did after this this last one saying it's a two-person race when she was in third. But uh, let's touch on this real quick. We'll we'll come back to that kind of in the question of the day here shortly. But let's come to our state here where where the studio is in Florida, because there's some interesting things going on. Two things in, in particular that we'll touch on. But I'm gonna read this from Axios. This is from an article there, and there's there's no asset for this disco. But you've got Florida House Republicans who introduced new legislation Wednesday that would restrict certain flags in government buildings and schools, bringing the state one step closer to banning emblems like the LGBTQ plus pride flag. That's their their wording, their emphasis, Not obviously not ours. I'm just reading the article here. And then as Axios always does with their their content, they put their, their Why It Matters section. The bill comes as Florida has proposed and implemented a series of controversial initiatives regarding LGBTQ plus people in the state. Details. The bill has been strongly opposed by members of the LGBTQ plus community and activists in Florida. Of course it has. And then it continues. The legislation would mean that a government entity may not erect or display a flag that represents a political viewpoint including but not limited to a politically partisan racial sexual orientation and gender or political ideology viewpoint. Lawmakers had noted that the bill could prohibit flag displays from the movements including Black Lives Matter per the Tampa Bay Times and then they say state of play the Constitutional Rights, Rule of Law, and Government Operations Subcommittee in the Florida House voted nine to five on, on this week, Wednesday, to approve the bill known as HB House Bill 901 before going to the House, the full House that has to get cleared by the State Affairs Committee. So there's, uh, it continues on. But look, it, if you want to be gay or one of the other 82 letters in the Pride Club or whatever the number's at these days, so be it. I disagree with you, I don't hate you necessarily. Not just because of that, but I think this bill is is fantastic. I love it. I love it for every state. I think it should be countrywide. I hope it goes through. I hope it passes in in the full house and gets through and gets onto DeSantis's desk and is signed. Because I don't think any of these other flags, not just the LGBTQ plus or Black Lives Matter for that, for that for, for, I was gonna say for that matter. Not you know not just those two, which are obviously more prominently discussed and prominently displayed, but any of them. If it's a school, a government institution, you know, a, whether it's state courthouse, whether it's a federal building, whatever it might be, there should be an American flag. Maybe the state flag, if you want to get, I don't know who's super proud of. I'm not bashing on cities and counties, local. <laughs> Communities matter. But if you want those two, fine. Okay. But some sort of certainly the American flag flown the highest and then some other state and local flags that pertain to the facility period end of stop. Like that's, that's it. You, you stop there. That that's where it ends.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think to to display any other flag than those is a mistake you know, I grew up in Collier County, Florida, and I remember going to the county—the county, county building, the county complex, and there's the American flag, the flag of Florida, and the flag of the county, which is a turkey. They have a turkey on the flag, which I never really understood. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a dim-witted flag, but it's the flag that represents the county nonetheless. A long time ago, people voted on it, and that became the flag. This whole idea of having a flag that represents a group of people by sexual orientation is ludicrous. To think that you would put that up in any kind of a city or state building doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Because then it's all about incrementalism, and that's why you can't let the Marxists—you can't budge on anything. You can't be like, oh, well, we need to be more inclusive, you know, like we were in the past. Look where that goddess about about being more inclusive. We've come to the point where we're being told that there are multiple genders. That's where it all leads to. You can't give in to these people whatsoever— or not just the not just the alphabet mafia, but any special interest groups, because once you do, especially the hard left and the alphabet mafia is the hard left because they're the demands that they make after they get a victory never end.
0: No, exactly. It's incrementalism is, is the right term for all of this. And I, it, it still makes me so mad that we've had, uh, federal institutions in D.C., but we've had consulates and embassies overseas flying the pride flag there. Just uh, just stop. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, and everyone, oh, that's so, you're so, you're a bigot, you're a xenophobic, you're all these things. No, no, no. I just want everyone to love the country. And then if what you do when you get home in the bedroom is totally up to you. Don't tell my kids. Don't tell me. You just do it. Because guess what? I don't tell you what I do when I get home either. That's just normal Adult rules. We we move on and do that. I, I, I hope this thing passes. I think it would be good. And and I hope that the other side, the, the far left, the 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 letter mafia that you're talking about, they're of course gonna be outraged if it does, and they're never gonna give up on all this stuff. But I hope a lot of people out there who even might vote Democrat or or are somewhere in the center if, if there's any of those people left. I hope that they see that this isn't a bigoted law, this isn't a this is this is literally just we're cutting out all of that shit. doesn't matter but, what it is. It's all of it and that you have to do it that way too to make it fair and reasonable. It's I mean again, I think the county and city things are dumb. like why are we wasting money to make a county and city flag? but like it's it's the American flag, it's your state flag, and that's it. done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think there should be any debate about that. And for it to have come to this point shows you just exact exactly how far the far left will push to get what they want. So we have this fundamental transition or transition of the United States. You know, just over the weekend, I was watching, we were watching um, uh, the playoff games and the NFL is running a commercial that is kind of an, an outreach to the Hispanic community. And there was, a- there was one line in particular that caught my attention. And I don't know the name of the player, but he is wearing a white suit coat. He opens it up and on the inseam is, is the flag of Venezuela. And he says, my heart will always be with this country. And to me, that goes in line with trying to separate people by gender, race, and country of origin. That's great that you're proud of where you came from. But if that's the country that you identify as being a citizen of, then what are you doing here? And and to me, with the influx of illegal aliens that we're having that into the country, we're gonna see that more and more. And so, especially in Florida, if this law isn't passed, five years, from, two years from now, three years from now, when we start seeing schools pop up that have predominantly Colombian, predominantly Guatemalan, and to be more inclusive, are they gonna to wanna to raise their flag that they identify with instead of the American flag? You could bet your ass they are, and the left is going to say we have to show, you know, this. We have to be more inclusive and let them fly their flag because they have a tremendous amount of national pride, yeah. and it would be xenophobic if we wouldn't let them do that. So this is a preemptive strike to where the slippery slope leads to.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, and I think I think you're absolutely right. It does progress to that. I mean, certainly in a city like Colony Ridge, eventually that that. They're, they're not going to have, they'll probably have their own damn flag, but there's, there's a, there's a difference in my view of, I, I agree. If you, if you love your other country so much, and especially if you bash our country, then you can just get, get the fuck out. But, but if you love your other country so much, but you have to be here, then you come here and you respect it. Like if, if you like that dude, I don't know anything else about that dude, but if, if you've got Venezuela there because you're representing your homeland, but you have to be here cause you're playing in this league or that league. Or you're an actor or an actress, and this is where the jobs are. Okay, but you gotta you gotta respect our shit too, and you and and that's the flag that flies in the building, and that's the flag you stand for in the anthem and all of that stuff. I think a lot of people have an issue with that, um, being able to differentiate the two. But if you come if you come here like all of these folks who are coming illegally, who don't care about our customs and values, that's where the real slippery slope is, and that's where the real problems occur and it's not just on which flag flies it's obviously a lot of cultural things too uh, anyways we've we've beaten this horse i hope it goes through i can't wait to see the outrage from the left if it does and then i can't wait to see other governors around the state other legislatures around the around the country excuse me do the same thing push it ahead cuz it's not it's not about z- xenophobia or any other thing it's just about being right and and being patriotic and 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 just keeping things simple and including everyone in the process. You're not excluding people by putting the American flag. You're including all people, if if only they were smart enough to see that. Also, well, for-
1: the the American flag is supposed to res- represent is inclusivity. Yeah, of everybody who wants to be an American, no matter where you come from. Yeah. So it, it's the ultimate symbol of being inclusive. And so if you start introducing other flags, then it becomes exclusive and then people are excluded from that flag. Yeah. No,
0: 100%. It, it it really is. I wish people could get back to seeing it. It's this. It's such a simple conversation and discussion that should be going on in this country. Instead, it's not. Also in Florida today, Florida banned taxpayer funds from being used to promote DEI in 28 public community colleges and state colleges. So that was a win. That one, that one... For sure went through so that's that's another positive kind of uh lead by example type step that's being done here in florida and and we get a bad rap right not obviously not from people in this audience and most of conservatives in in the country and america first folks but florida gets that bad rap for all these bills which are blown way out of proportion but but i i mean kudos to desantis and some of the legislators here not all of which are perfect But they've made some great strides forward in pushing back against all this stuff, holding Disney's feet to the fire, all of those things. And I hope, like we saw during COVID, the rest of the country follows suit and kind of says, okay, somebody had the balls to do it. We didn't want to do it because of the possible backlash, but someone else did it. So now we're just going to all go. Let's all shove our chips into the center of the table and let's, let's do what's right. All right, question of the day. Let's do it. We're going to go back to New Hampshire for a second here. Over under. Does Trump beat Nikki Haley by 10? Over or under? 10's the mark. Technically, we'd have to do it on the half, but we're just going to say 10. Does he does he beat her by more than 10 points or does she get within 10 points and and you're going under? Let us know. Over or under 10 points in the New Hampshire primary, which is this coming Tuesday. And is an also important night, really for everyone, not just Nikki Haley, but for Trump as well. And if you're a team Desantis, uh, it's an important night for him too. Uh, a lot, a lot, a of, lot, of, a lot of things riding on the line here. Tom, what are you going to go with, over or under?
1: I'm going to go over. Okay. I think people are at the point now where they see how fixed the whole system is. They feel like Trump is getting railroaded. And when it comes to the American people, Americans traditionally have a sense of fairness. And if they see something unfair going on, they're going to turn. And it's not going to be necessarily, you know, your your left-wing nut Democrats who are going to do it. It's going to be the average person who's being affected day to day with the increase in gas, groceries, Rent and the ability of not getting health insurance, while well, all this is being taken care of by their hard-earned taxpayer dollars, to go for illegal aliens rent, uh, entering the country. Yeah. So I think it's going to be more. I think we're we're reaching a tipping point with the average Joe, who you know is is down a little bit lower. It, it, the middle class people who are really feeling the effect and they see their bank accounts uh, draining.
0: Okay. No, I like that. I like that answer. I like the the justification and and summary as to why it's your answer. Just go, what are you going with?
2: So if Nikki actually would have made second place instead of third in Iowa, I would have said it would have been under because it was closer fight. But showing how they showed up in Iowa, I'm 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 it, it, I'm, I'm just have to say it's over. You know, I I I think he's going to be over ten points. Okay.
0: We gotta adjust your gate. Yeah, in, sorry. In out there. Um, the yeah, uh, yeah. I think I, I mean different states, different different voting base, different a lot of, a lot of different things for sure. I I, th- I think it's over two. I think um, I think it's less than twenty. In terms of Trump's lead, probably I, I you know I'd love it to be more, but I I think it's less than twenty. But I think it's definitely over ten. Tech says over. Colty says over seventeen points. Ottawa James over. By the way, high. Horace typo. Hell yeah, over. Barb over. RN Dad, over. Over by twenty says F News. I could see it. I could. I. I would not be shocked if it was over over twenty, as well. Just if, but if we were bet, if we were actually putting money on it, I would probably play it safer. I think I'm probably in the sixteen to the 19 range but but 20 and plus would be awesome driver Trump wins by 40 back out the Democrat votes and he wins by 30 says Andy yeah but
2: I'm surprised he, he answered he, so far he's, he thinks you still hate him so,
1: so uh.
0: <laughs> now well, we're looking forward to getting back at things next week over on coin club um,
1: if it's over 20 big Mike gets in the race do you think Yep,
2: I I saw a thing today from Fox News. They're saying that she's hinting that she's going to do like a last minute entry. So
0: did you really? I didn't yeah. see that. I I but I was focused on other things.
2: Yeah, it's like it will be a shake up if she decides to come in. But it's and then I, I was, like not only did I see it on Fox, I saw it come through well, she, on like a Politico thing. Well, I now
0: I want it to be tight in New Hampshire. Now I want it to be like a two point race. <laughs> Two maybe five. Keep South Carolina tight too, just to kind of keep yeah kicking that can down the road. Because again, that would be awful. That would be awful. Not 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 good news for us if if that pivot happens and Haley drops out and Biden is swapped out and and, and Michelle comes in. Yuck. Wouldn't be good. Okay. Keep sending your responses in. Hit that like button. We still got more stuff to do here. We have meetings going on over in Davos. Klaus Schwab and all of his so-called global elites getting together. And our very own Jake Sullivan was over there talking about the new world order in this conversation. Take a listen.
3: That order seems to uh, not be uh, the order anymore. We are on the way to a new order, so we are between orders. Uh, Do you agree with that, or are there ways of... uh, what are we able to keep on the positive side from the old order to bring into a new world order, and how can we avoid that that new world order uh, becomes like a jungle growing back, and we rather uh, have order based on international law and the uh, principles that have brought us prosperity and uh, freedom uh, for decades? I guess, and maybe this is the, the old um, kind of Teacher me coming out, I think of this a little bit more about a transition of eras rather than a transition of orders, but the two are kind of cousins of one another. The reason I draw the distinction is because I don't think the international order built after 1945 is getting replaced wholesale with some new. Order um, It will obviously evolve as it, as it has evolved multiple times over the decades since 1945. But I do think, in a, in a more sharp and distinctive way, we are moving into a new era, and that's what I talked about in my remarks, that we are—you know, the post-Cold War era has come to a close. We're at the start of something new. We have the capacity to shape what that looks like, and at the heart of it will be many of the core principles and core institutions of the existing order adapted uh, for the challenges that we face today
0: all right <laughs> so there's jake sullivan trying to kind of say well it's not a new order order per se it's new era but uh, but again this falls in that bin of incrementalism and we're all conspiracy theorists for talking about the world economic forum and the things that they say out loud you're a conspiracy theorist if you think American politicians want a global government. But but that's the goal. That that has always been the goal. They've talked about it. It's been the goal ever since the Bilderberg Group first met. So how do you do it? How do you take over the world? Well, one thing for, for damn sure is you condition people to self-censor through political correctness. And we see that everywhere all the time. Damn near every episode we're talking about something that's that's like that. And the phrase politically correct first appeared in the 30s to describe adherence to political ideologies like communism in the Soviet Union and Nazism in Germany. And now Marxism in the United States. Create world wars. Unleash viruses to depopulate the planet. Control the food supply to starve the masses. Control access to health care and medicines. Censor all speech to gain a compliant citizenry. Even go so far as to criminalize it if necessary. We've heard these guys and the UN and other folks like them talking about that. But I mean, this is the kind of stuff that they're doing. And then of course, get to the point where there's, there's harsh punishment for anyone who dares to challenge the government. Does that ring a bell? Devalue the currency to make everyday items unaffordable. Hmm. Demoralize the majority of citizens by not punishing those who break the laws based on race. Take over the entertainment world make deviant behavior look normal I mean literally this is this this is everything that's happening right now and it's happening in smaller stages in some areas bigger stages or bigger steps in other areas but it's all happening it's all happening at once and 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 uh, to say that there's nothing new coming and try and downplay it I think is pretty remarkable <laughs>
1: You know, I just wish for once these dickheads would really say what their intentions are, but they can't because there would be a huge revolt. So the only way to implement what you want is through incrementalism. And when people like us speak up and say, look what these guys are doing what they're saying right now will lead to this because this is their ultimate goal. Oh, what are you? You know, are you some sort of conspiracy theorist? Do you really think that, you know, there's this star chamber of people who are trying to figure out and manipulate the world and have a one world government? Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's necessarily a star chamber, but yes, <laughs> you know, since western civilization has has existed, there's been a small group of people who believe that they should be the ones who control the world and control everybody in that world because they don't want anyone to be a threat to their power. Yeah. So, you know, what you just laid out is what the WEF has laid out on their website for the past 20 years. And they're working every day to try and accomplish those goals where they are in charge of the food supply. They wanna be the the ones who decide what we eat and when we eat. They wanna be the ones who decide what cars we drive and when we drive. They wanna be the ones who decide what means of transportation are we able to travel by. They want to have total and complete control over every single human being on the planet and the cherry on top, they think the planet has too many people, so there's got to be some way to lower the population. Right. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. How could you say that? What is going on? Oh, you're a nut. Oh, really? Bill Gates is one of the most is one of the most diabolical leading eugenicists on the planet right now. And he's part of the World Economic Forum. And the guru, you know, Klaus Schwab's mini-me, his oracle, his his sage, Yuval Harari, always talks about people who are inhabiting the planet as being useless eaters, and something needs to be done to them but he won't come right out and say what needs to be done to them. Oh, we're going to educate them? Oh, we're going to make them productive members of society? No, we're going to use them as slave labor until we can kill them. Yeah, That's the whole idea of it.
2: Well, and then that moderator there at the beginning, I don't know if you guys heard it, and I, I wrote it down, but I don't know if it's verbatim, but he said, do you hope that the New world Order will um, will be like a jungle and grow back to a thriving system? So... it. it what are we doing to this so-called jungle? Like to, to society? Like what's going on here? Why? Why does it need to grow back? If because you, you know he didn't say that we're going to cut it down, but that's the phrase he said. we will, will it grow back to a thriving it's system. Very,
1: very broken English.
2: Yeah, and it's like, what? What now? What did I miss?
1: You, know? <laughs> you must burn the sugarcane field to have the sugarcane regrow in the spring. <laughs>
0: I, I just, I, I, you know, we all every time World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab comes up, I just always find it astonishing that people who question it. Now, there's some people who maybe deliver their questions or or go about the conversation in the wrong way. We all know some of those people, but I, I just it's it blows my mind that everyone's called conspiracy theorists on on these particular issues. When they literally talk about it now, like you're saying, Tom, there's certain things they beat around the bush a little bit, but but they're very clear on what their end game is. How they get to their end goal is sometimes more more obscure, but but what they want is very clear, and they talk about it. And you don't, you don't have to be the smartest person on the planet to to read through and see see what what they mean by all of that and where that's going. So it pisses me off to to, to high heavens. To be called a conspiracy theorist when you're talking about the World Economic Forum. It's like, mother they just said it. It's like they they taught they they didn't just say it, it's on their website. They say it every year. Their people then go and say it at other speaking events around the globe. Like they talk about it all the time. There's plenty of, of crazy conspiracy theorists out there. Talking about this is not conspiracy. It is literally reporting the news, which the news will not do, but it's that, that's what it is.
1: Klaus Schwab talked about eliminating elections last year, and when you bring that up, ah, oh, they're never gonna do that, ah, why would they do that, you know, one vote for person, you know? they They don't want to make the same mistake that they did with Donald Trump, they don't want to make the same mistake that they did with Mila in Argentina. They don't want to make the same mistake that they made with Bolsonaro in Brazil. They, it, look, look what they did. Their message got out in um, in Japan, and then you had this crazed Marxist assassinate Shinzo Abe.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Well, it was like what was it last year's uh, one in Davos where they were talking about carbon footprint and all that stuff in— and- it goes to show that they all not only do they fly private jets to the closest airport, but then they all took helicopters to get to the <laughs> to, to, to the, like the hotel or whatever. They're not they're not they're not doing anything to oh, go to get the carbon footprint down. It's all everyone else has to.
0: Yeah, it's rules for thee, not for me. That That's that's how the elites work. In
1: every prostitute in Davos is booked solid from seven in the morning to midnight and sometimes beyond.
0: Yeah, that's uh, uh, what but when it when it comes to the conversations on this, because you, you'll tell like you were saying, Tom, you'll you'll tell some people about it. Like, no, they can't do that. They, they're they not going to be able to pull that off. And I can see an argument. I, I disagree on most fronts. They're having some pretty remarkable success in pulling a lot of this stuff off. But I could see at least a discussion on that that phrasing on whether or not they pull it off or when they pull it off and how far down the road it is that they pull it off. But there's no debating what they want to pull off. And that has to that has to be the, the point that's that's drilled in is okay, maybe they succeed with this, maybe they don't. Maybe they're succeeding now. Maybe, maybe they have some work to do. Maybe this is five, ten years away, whatever element of their plan you're talking about. But there's, there's really, I just, I don't see much room for debate on the things they want to do because again, it's on their website, it comes out of their mouth. It's, it's, it's clear what they want. It's up to the world to push back.
1: But well, well, look what, look what they've done so far to get people compliant. The whole recycling they have us for the last thirty years sorting garbage that usually ends up in the same place, but everybody goes through their garbage to get the plastic, to get the glass, to get the cardboard, and put it all in these neat little bins. Does it help? I don't know, maybe, maybe it helps a little bit, but for the most part, all of it goes to the same place. Some of it gets recycled, but not all of it gets recycled. It's all conditioning, so you, you run into that. Look what happened in COVID. Masks don't work. Everybody's got to wear a mask now. People complied. Six-foot distance, social distancing was total BS. We all knew it. People complied. You walked into a restaurant with a mask. You sit down. You take it off. We all knew that it was bullshit, but everybody complied. And restaurants complied and demanded people do it. People will comply if they have these elitists telling them what to do. We saw it all over the place in COVID. And when people get indignant and call you a conspiracy theorist because the World Economic Forum folks are saying what they want to happen and you repeat that and people are like, oh, we would never do that. Oh, that's (laughs) bull crap. You did. Those are the exact ones who lined up to get the shot without asking any questions, just wanted to get back to what they were doing because they were told by this little dwarf in a lab coat that we can get back to normal if everybody gets the shot. We can get back to normal if everybody wears a mask. We can get back to normal if we social distance. We can get back to normal if we close schools. We can get back to normal if you don't go see your grandmother or your mother who's dying in a nursing home. Yeah. that we all got played and for people to start you know getting back into the habit of believing everything that they see covid should have been a wake-up call for everybody when was the last time experts were correct on anything i can't <laughs> remember
0: yeah no it's 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 a, it's a valid point it's totally fair we we totally did get duped by all of that and i'm glad you bring up covid because this next clip you had ted rose from the world health organization they're speaking about covid and disease x uh in davos and how it may happen again which we all know it will let's take a listen
3: um so disease x is a placeholder for uh, unknown um disease um i just wanted to start by clarifying that because there is already a lot a lot of attention if I may, although
2: COVID came immediately, uh, we were preparing for COVID-like uh, disease. You, you may even call COVID as the first disease X.
1: And it may happen again.
0: It may happen again. Nothing to see here, folks. First
1: of all, he's totally full of shit. Because the first time that we saw any of this was bird flu and SARS. Those were the first airborne viruses that were released out of some Chinese lab. But luckily, the incubation period was so long that it never migrated across the country. And if it did, the the replication of the virus weakened. So. He, he he's full of shit on that, Mark. He, what he's, what he left out, this is the first weaponized virus that got out and spread across the world. Right.
0: Key, key distinction, key terminology missing there. And, and, and we've talked about this since COVID first came on the scene. And we've discussed the fact that we knew it or, or something, different but a weaponized whatever was going to come out again and these guys the world economic forum particularly the who and Tedros, they know exactly what it's going to be what disease x is going to be right yeah i mean these 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 folks have been doing this sick sadistic shit to us for a long time and whatever it might be you know you look at we there's war on the horizon right right now in a lot of fronts and and God help us I hope it, it doesn't clack off and 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 go to some crazy level some a pop you know whether it's regional war here or straight up like a, apocalyptic level uh in terms of of NATO and and all of that stuff but these these folks don't have fallout shelters for nuclear wars because of mutually assured destruction and the and the thought that hey we can avoid this we can get we can get wars going and still make each other some money yes people are gonna die but we don't have to go all the way to the to the end here Uh, they have them for for this too they have them for some of the other stuff that's coming that they're unleashing hell on people around the planet and then you you mash together this yes there's other there's other other elements in play and it starts to get conspiratorial sounding when you go down these paths i get it but uh, i think we're all on the same page here when you have elections at play okay it worked before okay let's do that again You've got you you've got something else on the line, cool. Let's unleash this or do this. That's how they play the game, right? It's not always a COVID pandemic. It's not always some weaponized virus. It could be other things. But then you you mash that together with the the fact that they're very much elites and peasants. That's those are the two spheres. You're either with them and you're sleeping with five hookers a day in Davos and coming up with ideas on how to kill off the rest of the planet. Or you're you're with us. You're the rest of us. And they talk about <laughs> Harari, useless eaters. They talk about we have too many people. You talk about all those things. And man, if if there's people and 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 we've seen evil these last few years, people that can start to actually make a dent. Look at I mean we, we we're seeing reports this week because of. I think we all know a, a significant reason or contributor as to why cancer rates at a record high in the United States of America. Wonder 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 what the reason is behind that.
1: Again, yeah, what's the common factor?
0: Again, we know we're on we're on YouTube tonight so we won't say, but uh, I'm sure you've already said something else that'll get us some... Probably, yeah. But but point being is these <laughs> these folks these these folks do not have other people's best interest at heart. And and we've seen what they've done in the past and we've seen the the big the the, dam, yeah. the most damning thing is 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 how people went along with it yes there's evil people out there but how do you respond to evil people how do you push back against it we didn't push back at all as a as a global community maybe not you or us but as a global community we just got railroaded and the same thing politically in america we've had our eyes closed for so damn long that we got to the point where we're like, oh shit, these people don't represent us. They don't hell, they don't even like us. But all of these things fall on the backs of everyday citizens, us included, and it and it sucks that we've gotten to this point. But point being is to think that these folks won't do something when they completely they hold us all in such low regard. It 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 it'd be more remarkable if they ever did the right thing on on anything um we're gonna talk let me just give you like a preview of a couple of things we were gonna talk about because we've also got memes that i want to get to before we get out of here and we
2: have a lot of memes so we because we didn't do thursday last week either really so we didn't. we got some you we've know.
0: had a weird i apologize yeah. for how the week the last straight seven days have been it's been a little while and we had it, a lady who was talking there about ecocide and how they need to get rid of essentially what she's saying is we're not gonna play it. Put her up though. Let's put up. Yeah, let's let's put up Cat Lady here. But this chick right here, JoJo, is talking about ecocide while she, while she's there. Which basically what she wants is the banning of fishing and farming.
1: <laughs> it's always the fat ones who want to ban food. They they have no self control. <laughs> if it wasn't here, I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> Again, she'll be she'll be fed. It's always for the poor people in in the middle class who will suffer the most because the rules that these people come up with aren't for them. They don't live by any of the rules that they're trying to implement around the world. It's only for the poor. Yeah. The only one, and when I say "poors," I, I include millionaires in there too. If you don't have, you know, at least five hundred million, they consider you to be one of the poors.
2: Yeah,
0: no, absolutely, absolutely. The, the the echelon that they're at in terms of the the financial numbers, it's staggering. And, and you you do you got to have a shit ton of money. Well, these same guys, the other clip we were going to show, we, we can act. This one's, I think, short, right, Disco? Yeah,
2: the 19 seconds.
0: Yeah, let's show this one because there's a dude there talking about how, you know, we need to be faster. So, one of the issues we've had with this vaccine, right, there's a lot of issues, but one issue that a lot of people recognized, l- left, right, center, was this thing came out really fast. Is it, are we sure we know much about this? Came out really fast. This dude's talking about how we need to get faster at vaccines. And how are we going to do that? Let's of course work in AI that's what he's talking about at least take a listen
3: as a politician i look at the big problems that we face for example when we have the next pandemic we don't want to have to wait a year before we get the vaccine and if ai can shrink the time
0: it takes to get that vaccine to to a month then that is a massive step forward for humanity so, so- how long you been working on this thing <laughs>
1: uh, like 27 days give or take <laughs> Stop it's it. Always the bioweapons that they're concerned about. It's it, which which I'm I would be concerned too because if you're going to use bioweapons, you have to have a vaccine because if you release a bioweapon, you need your own soldiers to be able to have a vaccine so they can carry on while everybody else is dead. That's the reason why you need vaccines if you're not if you are creating bioweapons. And that's clearly what they're doing because we never hear any of these jerk offs talking about, you know, using AI to come up with a cure for cancer nope. or for diabetes nope. or for for anything else that any sort of chronic ailment that we have or heart disease that we have in the United States. It's always these fanciful Bioweapons that they're creating in labs and doing gain of function research.
0: How did you say diabetes?
1: Diabetes.
0: Diabetes.
2: Yeah, it's, from, yeah it's, it's how he says it on the commercial, too. Diabetes. Diabetes. But no, diabetes. I I agree with Tom because I, I would even say they would probably not use AI for it because AI is going to give them an absolute fix. Because it, unless it's programmed, show me how to do this so people have to get it over and over again. But if they just say, come up with a cure for this, because the computer just works in numbers, ones and zeros and logic, it's just going to say, here's how to eradicate this. But they're not going to like that answer anyway. They're going to do. No,
1: they're not. <laughs> yeah, because the answer that they're going to get is okay. We can do this. We you already have nanobots that are injectable. Inject, have these nanobots go after these. You know, program the nanobots to to consume these proteins within the cancer cells to kill the cancer. Yeah. And put it into remission. They can, they but they don't want to do that because then the whole house of cards comes crumbling down.
0: No, you can't have you can't have people being well. No, you yeah, can't.
1: There's no money in a cure. Right. The only, no. the only the the money is is to keep the disease going and treat the disease.
2: Yeah. I had a friend years ago. He was work, trying to find a proper like children's cancer foundation to do a fundraiser for, and it was with motorcycles and all this stuff, and they were trying to like get people to donate. But all the places that he went and vetted to be like, oh, let's go to St. Jude's or let's do this or all these different places. When he got down to the brass tacks of it all, the money that was donated didn't go to research. It went to like pay for the people up top and the staff and all. So it actually didn't. No, it didn't go to and when he, he comes <laughs> to me, he tells me this. And I was like, well, I'm so glad that you have woken up finally to this. And he's like, yeah, but I found one that does I was like awesome. But still, if you were to look at it, it's not like the tunnels to towers, how it's like 95% goes to the, you know, the families and the, they work out or it's the smaller, it's like 2% that they run off of or whatever it is. It's not even close. It was, it was still like a 60, 40, but it was the most that he could find out of any organization <laughs> where it's, it's like, well, at least 40 percent's going to actually help. And I'm like, they don't want to help people. Their business is not in helping builders. business is helping prolong death. So then they can just, because people have to die so they can get more people in. That's all it is. So, well,
0: and take this product that we, you don't, if, if you're cured, you don't need this product yeah. that we're making. We have to sell this product. Um, it's all nasty. It's a nasty ass world we live in. Speaking of nasty, let's just talk on this for a second. So you've, you've all, we've all seen this now. There was something we were going to show last week and it just keeps kind of spiraling further out of control.
2: And somehow we keep getting more and more photos for this. It's, really? Yeah, this is, yeah. I'm not joking. We have more. like five or six photos.
0: So, yeah, this is such a YouTube-friendly uh, episode tonight. Um, <clears throat> the United Airlines CEO is caught on camera here during this interview. I'll show it to you. Talking about how he does, in fact, which is no shocker for him or a lot of these organizations these days, but how he does take race and gender into consideration when hiring. Take a listen
3: military. How is diversity and diversity targets working into the Aviate Academy? We have committed that 50% of the class of of the classes will be women or people of color. Uh, Today, only 19% of our pilots at United Airlines are women or people of color. And by the way, from all the data I've seen, that's the highest of any airline in the country. White males don't just dominate in the cockpits, also in the C-suite at United Airlines. Well, look, at United, I'm proud of the diversity that we actually have in our our C-suite. I think if you look around corporate America... Correct me if Saying, though. So I this is just based off your website, the people you list as executives, but out of eleven people, three are women, I believe one is a person of color. Um, that's correct. Um- But, you know, in corporate America, I think, you know— That's a low bar. How do you raise your own bar? Well, a lot of this is, you know, focusing on it. We have uh, programs to—one of the things we do is, for every job when we do an interview, we require women and people of color to be involved in in the interview process, bringing people in early in their careers um, as well, uh, and giving them those opportunities uh, and creating—
1: Okay, so a weak, weak, weak man. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, is I mean, this it, it was an uncomfortable interview. It's uncomfortable talking about all of this stuff. But uh the CEO is just like all the other CEO. He's seeking cover from the radical left, trying to diversify mid level jobs while making sure he and his cronies are protected. But here's the interesting thing about Scott Kirby, who's who's the CEO there. So he's he's getting pushed a little bit on on the c-suite there but but this to infer and first well let's just let's just address this too hiring as always should be done on merit and merit alone and particularly if if you're in the medical field or you fly a plane full of hundreds <laughs> of passengers yeah i don't care what you identify as i don't care what color you are I don't care what country you're from can you fly the plane and speak to air traffic control and can you land the plane Yes. Okay. Cool. We're good. Uh, stewardess, get me a beverage. Then we're good. But so it should be based on that. But you, you, you have people who are talking about. Uh, well, I, I prefer to do this. By the way, if I were to put out, I, it's really hard to hire. At a at a company like this, because you you really do to be com- not because you have to share the same views, but you have to. You have to have a certain mindset. You've got to be conservative. You've got to be this, that, and the other. But if I if I were to say, "Hey, we we want a a a hot chick with conservative values to be on the show," I, my listing would get taken down from job listing sites because you can. Well, you can't you can't list politics in this. You can't talk about you can't talk about that. But the left, when it comes to bringing on diversity hires and all this other DEI crap and all all this stuff. They get away with it, but we don't. I mean, I, we would get in trouble if we did that. Hey, we're looking for a black midget and a hot blonde chick who loves conservative politics.
2: Well, you could probably get away with it if you were to say, you know, we're hiring on-screen talent. Then, then, yeah. you know, the way you word it, then it's totally fine. Then it's up to the image. The image is there. It's expressed not verbally or in that thing, but it's known. Like my image is a factor. And, you know, I mean, gosh, you see it all the time. I mean, watch anything on Fox Sports. Most of their sideline reporters, especially, I mean, not probably, not probably during um, football, but everywhere else, sideline reporters, they're just blondes. They are blonde girls like like that's just it, it, it's it's what they it, in well you can tell not all of them are because some of them have just, you know. yeah but like but they yeah. they all have blonde hair right I've worked with a lot of them I, you know I've been the cameraman on the other side of the thing and it's like it, you know it's like oh who do we have this season that's oh, another blonde but it, but it's it, it doesn't matter to Fox it's another blonde that they want in front of the cameras talking to the athletes it's what they want yeah because it's it's a it looks good on camera but you know the, of course the listing doesn't say we're looking for a hot blonde it's you know <laughs> right.
0: well and obviously there's creative things you can do to screen things out and yada yada. but anyways I digress but this guy so this guy who's talking about all of this likes to he likes to dress up likes to play around a little bit here's one pick in drag looks like in a mall one of the, the remaining malls in the country and then he's got a video here let's just skip through well, there's another pick that's something united airline proudly does drag for the first time ever for pride month pictures they just don't they don't stop you know you can hire people like like this if you really want but you don't have to do it yourself this is that that picture right there is from their diversity office
1: it looks
2: very <laughs> diverse
1: I don't... Let's get every black person that works at united for one photo yes we're going to take the, you to dinner day. we got to get a photo we <laughs> might say this is the <laughs> but, out of the 200 000 employees we have there it is
0: he was also on video doing a dance we're not going to do it uh, yeah let's just let's i'm sick of this stuff i'm i'm ready for some memes you sure i mean yeah uh, is it muted i can yeah make sure it's muted
2: Is he walking on his hands? No, it's it's like yeah, very, very crawling. soft. Oh, my gosh.
1: He's, this is part of the struggle section, session with the Marxists and the whole debasement and self-flagellation that you have to go through. They They require you to put on a dress, crawl on your hands and knees, and degrade yourself to show that you are somehow more morally superior and on board with the whole Marxist movement. Yeah.
2: And what was this event for? Do we know? I mean, because you kind of hear like a crowd cheering in the background, but do we know what the event was for? Was there children present? Like, is this, or was this just like a business thing?
0: I don't know. Let's get it off. I'm, I'm done with it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Let's do that. When,
1: when are we doing that at red beach? <laughs> <laughs> <Is their pride laughs> I
0: mean, we do have lots of costumes. It's all, it's all the intent. You know, why are you putting on a dress lipstick and some fake boobs? If there's a good reason you're playing a character, so be it. If that's how you like to do Friday night, different,
2: but also too, like for, you know, forcing children to be a part of it. That's a, a, like Tom said in the past, we thought there was a line that you couldn't cross children was definitely a line shouldn't cross and now it's okay it's okay it, your parents are there oh the kid I'm gonna force the kid take his hands to touch my body and go down like it happens on video people and, and it's like how is that okay because the mom's there that mom should be arrested yeah
0: Yeah. It, sorry guys those pictures are gonna make me have nightmares this fade. yeah absolutely me too all right let's do that's meme tastic that's, that's meme tastic we should do that one more time okay it's meme time we're wrapping the week headed into the weekend kind of sort of we have to we have to do a lot of stuff around here tomorrow but for for the shows we have 30 memes purposes. um wow okay we might have to go real fast. <laughs> okay so this here we go we got a car passing one of you know the the construction signs or like a announcement signs this is from the same government you think can solve climate change there's a sign in the bike line that says, "Give cyclists space <laughs> that really is our government in a nutshell hundred percent
2: i- i to me I, I, when I saw this one, I felt like the guy who took the picture and I would not be upset about it if all if I saw if I was driving by and saw him do it is that he probably got out of his car because it was maybe on the grass and he pulled it into the bike lane (laughs) because it's just like this is where this is where it belongs. Maybe. You know, I I hope that was that because if a government official or someone whoever put that there, they should be tarred and feathered.
0: Agreed. All right. Next meme. Well, Cowboys lost last week. Real struggle session for them against the Packers. And we've got a Doritos bag that's been custom done with Dak Prescott on top nacho year again mm. although it is the cool ranch bag
2: caution uh, we'll choking them, hazard <laughs> we'll
0: give them some props for that you know what i made homemade cool ranch chips the other night
2: you told me that was it good they were good okay they're good
0: next meme we call them the elite but they're the parasites of our world yeah it's just true okay i think that was a tom one just i mean it's it's very accurate <laughs> We got Mickey Mouse, you pay steering a boat, you pay taxes to live in a totalitarian surveillance state run by satanic pedophile warmongers.
1: That would be mine. Yep.
0: (laughs) Seems like a Tom Cunningham one. Also seems pretty accurate. Yeah. Chelsea Clinton holding up a sign. Child trafficking paid for my wedding. Yes, it did, dear. And probably a lot more. Probably a lot more. Ugh. (laughs) dark uh, doctor uh, a female doctor talking to a patient doctor I'm depressed because of the weather because of the weather in 30 years have you tried super gluing yourself to the street <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what they do they do it super glue or just sit there in front of a big Mac truck and hope for the best I I love I loved it when they were doing it during the uh, the tour de France like cyclists just going and it's like I mean, the cyclists don't like to get in wrecks and you're about to probably get ran over and it's going to be on air and it's going to be fantastic. I hope I like you'd be like I just want to have and then they don't they they stop the race, get them off and then they continue on. It's like, let them hit them. Come on. So dumb. Yeah, they should. Uh, Jill and Joe walking. So, so this is this is actually not like a meme. This is a post that Fox News put out okay. on their Instagram. this This title was on there and everything from Fox News.
0: Right, Biden's age is an asset. He's lived history. He knows history. "Quote, Jill Biden." Okay, I I
2: saw that, and I just was like, "Okay."
0: (laughs) I I know they actually believe that. Yeah, and I know that there's people out there in America who actually believe that. Uh, Very saddening and terrifying. Okay, let's do something different. (laughs) Tweet: If you get molested by Stephen Hawking, that's on you. Yeah. Can yeah. you get dominated by a dude? Come here. Machine on. Come the, in a here. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got more Mickey Mouse. Just, just straight up truth. Taxation is theft. Is that one you too, Tom? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I felt like he was in a very like specific mood yeah, last dude. week because it just kept getting like the same type of themes. He,
0: he was not. He was not sending the funny ones. Like this is true too. Okay.
2: Oh, hang on. Sorry.
0: <clears throat> we got a picture of a couple, white couple, mother holding a African American child. Democrats be like, "Where's your proof she cheated?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Bill Clinton looking down at the calendar. Making that face when you find the date of your suicide in your wife's calendar—something that could happen yeah. in the Clinton household, no doubt. You know how when you have a work site, you'll see like numbers and signs, like 150 days since there was a, a an on-site or an
2: on-injury uh, injury. or something, yeah, yeah, well, accident.
0: We've seen a lot of trans violence in this country, and 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 trans people would be offended that i'm saying that but just look around you've killed a lot of kids this year uh not this year last year and we've had a lot of other incidents that have gone off the rails pretty quick because of just broken people so we've got uh, a scene from the simpsons here and they're starting over days without trans violence and they're having to put one on there because it just it just keeps It's
2: happening. sad that it's true
0: bad but true how many they're over 30 years right now the simpsons
2: yeah. I think like, so, yeah, yeah. I have even be forty. I, I can maybe say I've watched five episodes of it. Not that I never liked it, just never really got into it. But there's a, this, and Tom's people might really be into this. But there's this weird thing that people have found out over the years that the Simpsons have predicted the future years before things had happened in episodes that aired like five, oh, ten shit. years before things happened, and then it becomes true. People are like, the Simpsons know what's going on. Like the creators do, or whatever they have a fix, whatever it is, it's it's crazy how accurate the predictions have been. No, mm-hmm.
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, next meme. We got a tweet. It's fine to eat a test scrape in the produce section, but you take one bite of a rotisserie chicken and it's all, sir, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Make it all relate?
2: No, I'll do it. The other day I was, you know, trying to get through the store going and there was this woman, she'd opened up a thing of a big bag of caramel corn. It was just like handfuls. and It's like falling on the ground. And I'm literally like, why are you trying to eat this so fast? Like, are you starving? What's going on? And then she just goes and she like finishes it, rolls up like, puts it like to where it looks like and puts it back on the shelf like let's leave and they just left and i was like
0: that's not cool i do you know i understand I, and, and it's not cool if you're eating it and you're gonna pay for it but you're also spilling it everywhere because you're just a slob and someone has to pick that up but the I, I i can respect some people i saw my one of my daughters and i were were at um one of the grocery stores. i forget which one it was but we're at one of the grocery stores and and this chick comes in right next to us it was kind of like are you going first or am i going first into this section and she grabbed something tore right into it and then kept pushing her cart like you know it was gonna pay it seemed like a normal yeah. person was gonna pay for it it's like i love that like pop a soda talk to some people in the other aisle as you're sipping on a beer yeah I'm
2: saying we should totally just like start popping beers in the aisle. like all right hey drew you want one like yeah. hey no, as long as you pay for it, man. One thing that I did see over Christmas, and actually, like these people are getting smarter they they walked into the like through the exit and said, "Hey, I um, can I have a bag?" And I'm like, yeah. And then they walked they, they didn't like they walked around they like just walked up through the aisle, got, grabbed a bag, came back later with like a bag full of canned green beans, but then had one in her hand out and said, "Hey." you know what? I forgot that I needed like one extra. So like, can I just pay for this? And then they're like, Oh yeah, sure. They only scanned the one. She pulled out her debit card, used it, whatever. And then, and then walked out. So she got like 12 things of green beans for free, but paid for one. And the people at Publix had no clue, no idea what was going on. I went and told them later, like when I was done, like, Hey, like you need to look at your footage. Like I saw this happen. And I was expecting them to go, Oh man, not again. But they're like, Oh really? Like <laughs> people next me oh they they also asked for cash back too and it's like wait so you totally had the money to buy all those green beans?
0: and of all the things if you're gonna steal you're stealing green beans yeah anyways
2: yeah all
0: right if i if moses had a smartphone about to split, about to split the sea <laughs> <laughs> it. awesome. <laughs> it's going down I hate selfies and stuff like that, but if you're about to do something that epic and cool, by all means, yeah. please, please
2: share. No, or like if you just climbed a mountain, you know, like Mount Everest, take a picture with yourself. You're up there. You made it. This one, I saw this one. I loved it.
0: I love this too. You've got a, a guy in front of a board taking bets and he's got his hand right. Re- Who had subterranean Jews for <laughs> <from> January? January. <laughs> uh, that's
2: pretty good. Did we ever figure out what was going on? Because, I mean, we saw a bunch get like ex- escorted by cops and everything out like.
1: Whoa, uh. We don't have time now, but I've been doing some digging into this.
2: Okay.
0: All right. We'll have to do a, a Tom's Conspiracy Corner <laughs> session for for the subterranean Jews, which is just so fun to say. Yeah. Today, we're just talking subterranean Jews.
2: I, I honestly feel like it's kind of, I feel like it's too late now. We're, I know we're only 18 days in, but to make a bingo card for the year, because so many good things have already happened. Someone, if they wouldn't good i'm just saying i'm just saying like good like enough things have happened that if someone would have had they would have already struck bingo yeah but we need to make one
0: not a bad idea libs we got hillary clinton libs still voting democrat even after finding out their leaders are pedophiles of hillary of course saying famously what difference does it make epstein list out lots of people on there um this next one
2: Oh, sorry. That's. Uh, I was
0: gonna say that's um that, that's permit information for when we're in DC. Yeah. So we got a guy in a kitchen who has um,
2: spilled, spilled the beans. beans. Yeah.
0: And it just says best not to tell this guy any secrets. <laughs> 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 kind of cute. And I just love how he's just
2: like, no. <laughs>
0: that, that mess. That mess is next level. I. Uh, one one issue I'll agree with people talking about in government and media and everything is the fact that our, our country is morbidly obese. We're just fatter in hell now. And you look at old school pictures on the beach and old school pictures of people, just wherever. And we just, we had a better looking society, right? Well, McDonald's thinks that we need to go further. Mm. So now we've we've got mcdonald's double big mac coming soon to u.s restaurants so what was whatever like a thousand calorie sandwich burger is now a lord knows what it is
2: yeah, now. so instead of saying hey just buy two
0: just put it now you know what? you've made it like a, a sandwich from scooby doo yeah or
2: like uh, what was the dagwood like the sandwiches right the 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 uh, comic eat that
0: I don't know. I, that said, I, I think McDonald's is gross. I loved it growing up, but now that I know just the nastiness that it is and it makes me not feel great, I do kind of want to try it.
2: I saw a video the other day.
0: I'm not going to, but I'm, I'm tempted.
2: I saw a video the other day. It was like a married couple, and the wife's like, I had a really stressful day, and she pulls out like a box of donuts, and the husband's like, well, you know like you' you're on a diet so just have your one donut that's fine she's like okay she opens it up and she starts stacking all 12 of them on top of each other and then pushes them yeah. down and then she's like this counts as one <laughs> and then, like walks away and I'm like yeah I mean hey you, know, you see those people with those huge ass you know wine glasses that is a whole bottle's worth in? and she's like it's one it's one cup I had, I had a glass yeah I had a glass I had one glass
0: <laughs> next meme we Liberals. This is the
2: Babylon B.
0: Um, a Babylon B. This uh, headline. Liberals praise Jeffrey Epstein for not discriminating against the disabled. And we got good for on. him. Yeah. Everyone was welcome <laughs> there. We got another Babylon B. Headline. This one was Chris Christie. He's holding the mic in one hand, and then he's pondering something. Chris Christie suspends campaign to spend more time with family. Sized twelve-piece chicken meal mm. from KFC. <laughs> Does look delicious. Fun memories growing up with KFC. Crazy how KFC is everywhere too overseas. Internationally speaking, those guys are everywhere. They're kind of dead here. (laughs) No one's told the rest of the world. (laughs) Like
2: KFC's kind of gone under.
0: There's literally like not real franchises, but they're like in Kabul, you'd have KFC and it's like a a hajit up logo. Like people are trying to replicate it. Like there's, no, 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 you guys, you can, you can replicate something better. You don't have to just go KFC, but you'd see those in, in all these war-torn countries, which was which is always remarkable to me. Next me. Trump should get your vote just for his war on pedophiles and sex trafficking rings alone. Not one man on the Epstein flight logs has endorsed Trump, but every single one has endorsed Biden. So another just true one. Yeah. Is that you, Tom? I think so, yeah. I like it. It's It's very true. Speaking of pedophiles, here's the Pope. We've got Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Ghislaine Maxwell being personally blessed by the Pope. Yep.
2: But then at the bottom, you got to read the comments. It says, well, great. Now people are going to associate the Catholic Church with pedophiles. (laughs) That that is great. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. So this one is a video, and I think it's the last one. Let me see. Uh, No, this is like the third to last one, but this one's a video. Okay. And so I'm not going to play it first just so you can read the top. It says, we let Democrats run the country. All right. So everything's normal, right? I'm going to go out and skinboard right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Who's driving the boat? It's all right. I'll be able to get back on.
1: Well, maybe not. All right. Thanks. I'm going to be the hero. and Get on the boat. Yep. Here I go. It's up to me to save the day. And I'm almost there. And. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's a great clip. You need to send that to me. I will. Oh, my gosh. Uh, also, demonetize the thing for YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but whatever. Okay, uh, we've got Bill Clinton smoking a cigar. I had a cigar myself today. Uh, I like my whiskey like my women, 15 years old and mixed with Coke. Oh, okay. okay, is this the last one? Second. Second the last to last one. Yeah. If your boss doesn't notice you missing four days during wartime, you might be a diversity hire. We've got Lloyd Austin in a wig with some lipstick.
2: Oh, okay, so I see what it is now. It, it's it 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 was yeah, the same one kind of yeah okay.
0: And then yep, there's there's regular Lloyd Austin. Up oh, there's yep.
2: Oh, here we go. This was this is the last one. Okay.
0: <laughs> Stephen Hawking and Michael Jackson have been real quiet ever since the list came out. That's true. Although a lot of people still think Michael Jackson's alive, molesting children somewhere.
2: Mm. I didn't know that. I I didn't know that. I would expect that he's still dead.
0: Yeah. No, he is.
2: Yeah. He's dead. I'm saying I didn't know that that was the conspiracy. No, he's still alive.
0: Well, I haven't heard that as much. But when he first died, a lot of people thought that he was still alive forever, like, like people do.
2: No, no, no. Like no, you were at the funeral, and that was. But I just love it because it's it's either no, he's not dead, or no, that guy's been dead for years. Like that's that's their fight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to get into my list of who's been dead for years? No.
0: <laughs> he did it up from other people. Don't worry. He was. At, he was hung at Guantanamo. Shut up. The Shut up. Military tribunal found him guilty. Yes. Even though there's no jurisdiction, that's not how government or military tribunals work. And that's not going on at Guantanamo. Sure. Okay. Uh, Folks, we love you. We appreciate you guys being here. It's been a fun week. I'm sorry uh, for a little bit of the, the turbulence this week with getting some other stuff done. We, you know, we just, there's a bunch of other stuff we do beyond the show. So we had to, we had to get it, get it taken care of so we can be ready to rock and roll tomorrow. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. We hope you have an amazing weekend. Please hit that like button on the way out if you have not uh, already. And we'll see you on Monday. Be safe, be smart, be free. Ginger just came in. Be safe. be smart. Bye Ginger. <laughs>